1: Monday,
2: December 4th, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I think it's Jay-Z's birthday, right? Yeah, I feel like I've heard, yeah, because I only know that from a song. Uh, once I said it out loud, I was like, oh, duh, duh. okay, from the Blueprint album. Anywho, it is the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite comedian, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. It's the last month of 2023. We're going to make it sweet. Shout out to National Cookie Day. Not a cookie girl myself. Not big on the cookie. Yeah, I know Rita Brent. Not big on the cookies. Uh, they have to be so specifically done in a certain texture. You know, some people, y'all be doing like Chips Ahoy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's just way too pedestrian for me. Um, I don't do that. I like a Tate cookie. I like Tate. Um, I also, I, so it either has to be like a buttery crunchy or it has to be like special. Like milk Uh, They make a really nice, uh, very flavorful birthday cookie, things like that. So just now you know that if you want to give me a gift, don't give me no um, Oreos. No, I'm sorry. Uh, We have some savory topics coming up on the show today to balance with our sweet. Okay. Um, Philly, which article of clothing is being banned in your city to curb crime? And no, I'm not talking about chance. Philly loves to wear the short that is also a pant, the pant that is also a short. What is it? What is it? You know, could it cause arguments that lead to assault? No, that's not what we're talking about. We'll tell you what we are talking about. We're also going to kick off our group chat topic of the week. Should women date younger men? I mean, Cher seems to think so, but I wanna know what y'all think, okay? Um, Also today's Big Up Letdown stars Ari Lennox, a baseball helmet, and Stevie Wonder. How do these things come together? You gotta stick around to find out. And coming up this hour, if you're a cosmetology student in New York, you are gonna have to know how to do this too. All right. So stick around to find out what I am talking about because it's going to be loud. All right. Oh, oh, side note. Has has black media been shading Lenny Kravitz? We're going to get into it. Also, I once saw Lenny Kravitz on the side of an event, like just like hanging out by himself and uh, the fineness is real it's not made up so shout out to denise Huxtable. all right stay connected with us 24/7 on all socials at seal Set it give us a call 1855 Amanda 8 that's 18552626328 it's time to listen laugh and learn to see Amanda Seal show Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's jump right in to Blackheart News. Okay, so New York State is now requiring all cosmetology students to learn how to style textured hair. Finally. Finally. Yes. The 2023 of this is bonkers. <laughs> so Senator Jamal T. Bailey, of course, it's a senator with the first name Jamal, right. introduced Bill S-6528A in April 2023 with the primary objective of broadening the curriculum of cosmetology schools so that all students, regardless of their race, have the ability to work with all textures, all hair Mm -hmm. textures. This initiative ensures everyone receives proper attention and expertise in salons. As an actress, I have definitely dealt with this. It is bonkers how common you arrive on a set and the white lady look at you like, I hope you brought your own product. I I don't go in that aisle. They, they keep they keep those products uh, locked behind a, listen, a glass case. Listen. So I don't go in that aisle. Or they'll just have like one piece of product and it'll be like a half used jar of jam from 96. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so with legislation like this, plus the Crown Act, the hope is that segregation and discrimination within salons and cosmetology schools, and I'm going to add on sets, will soon be a mm-hmm. thing of the past. Now, I think, though, the in, in creating this curriculum, they're going to have to interact with individuals of this ilk, black people, right. and find right. out what are the things that these hairdressers are going to need to know how to do. And as far as I'm concerned, I think we're going to have to start historically with mm. the 90s. Okay? okay. Now, yes, they <laughs> yeah. should know how to do a pin curl. We know that. Okay. We, mm-hmm. sh- they should know how to do a pin curl. Um, yes, they should know how to s- do a ponytail install. Right. But the 90s was giving you um, expertise and ingenuity and innovation. Like, just think of a and Brothers show. Just think of a Bronner Brothers <laughs> show, okay? Yeah. Like, it's not lightweight. So here are some things from the 90s, some Black hairstyles from the 90s that we believe should be on the curriculum for the white folks so that they can actually step their skill set up. First and foremost, can you do a finger wave? Can you mm. lay down a finger wave? You know, the finger mm. wave is, is, listen, it wasn't a lighthearted style to even decide to have.
3: <laughs> you gotta commit.
4: <laughs> and people are still wearing them. Ladies are still wearing the finger, finger waves. I like yes. them. Did you you like them? Yeah. Well, you
2: know, the finger wave is like a a black... I wonder if in the 20s, right, because I feel like whenever mm-hmm. we see like the 20s and Great Gatsby and that, like the white women are wearing a version of the finger wave, but mm-hmm. they always get everything from us first. So I'm sure they went up to Harlem and they was like, oh, Cotton Club. <laughs> oh, I like this style. Look at Josephine Baker. I'm going to start doing it, too. Like that feels right for me. That feels right. Uh, another style that we all know is integral to every prom of the 90s. OK, the, it wasn't prom if it didn't have. A French roll, okay? Yes. The, the, yes. the French roll.
3: It's the French roll. A French roll.
2: I remember my mom taking me to some hairdresser that was not a black woman for prom or for homecoming. And I was like, I would like a French roll with the top spilling <laughs> out. Obviously. What other style is there? And she gave me something <laughs> else. And I was so downtrodden. What did she? My homegirl, she didn't know how to do a French roll. Like we all know that, like if you don't have enough hair for a French roll, then you got to have to roll up some newspaper and put in there. Like there are efforts <laughs> that need to be taken mm-hmm. to give the bump what it needs, right? And to, to sometimes you may have to flip your head upside down so they can
4: do the brush, <laughs> right? You gotta you gotta brush Accurredit. it with the you gotta brush it with the grain of the head, okay? Right, grain of the head. My, and so, my mama put a sock in my French roll once. There you go. It could be a sock. It's whatever. And hella, it hella, hairpins. You of could, course. you could. I could feel the hairpins piercing my scalp. It was <laughs> Jesus, it. right? <laughs> I was that like, was "Do, do what you gotta thorns. do." Yep. <laughs> like,
2: and then with that came the waterfall, right? Because mm-hmm. you should chase some waterfalls, and those are the waterfalls <laughs> that they should be chasing. Now, there's also, of course, the beaded braids of the Serena and Venus, you know, Serena and Venus of the um, Williams sisters. There's Mm -hmm. bantu knots. There's the Mm -hmm. swoop. Right. We don't want to get you a Mm -hmm. Gorilla Glue girl situation, but we do want to know how to lay down a swoop. Mm -hmm. Lay down a baby hair. You can't graduate cosmetology school without laying down a baby hair. I'm not saying you got to spell the person's middle name with the baby (laughs) hair, (laughs) but it got to lay down. The last one is... Can you construct a 90s mushroom? Some of y'all are listening. You're like, I don't even know what that means. Mm. But what you have to understand is that that also requires a certain level of cutting skills. Okay. Mm. Because you got to cut the right length of the top level of the hair so Mm. that there's still enough bottom level to swing Mm. out the back. It's like the back. It's like the bottom of a do-rag. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like it got the hang. It got the hang. (laughs) Now, TJ on the show did admit that she did have a mushroom. You know But she oh. also had a jerry curl So TJ was
1: with
3: the times <laughs> I was with the times Man <laughs> You're so with, close With the She could be in all the uh, Sex books <laughs>
4: I'm yes. cute. I need an image. girl was, was swinging too. You now, know, the next thing we always yellow. have to ask is why should black people care? Because we love bobs
2: and weaves, but we can't allow bobbing and weaving from black hair equality. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about black equality with Lenny Kravitz when we return. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal
2: Show, y'all. I am Amanda Seal's. Do y'all remember Lenny Kravitz? I'm saying it like he's (laughs) not around anymore. (laughs) Okay, so, okay, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz is speaking out. He says that his music and success are not celebrated by the folks who run Black publications and organizations. I mean, I can tell you that, okay? (laughs) Because the Black organizations and publications, they be picking and choosing because Essence don't never have no love for your girl, okay? Okay, okay. Listen
3: Sorry, I've had this one day.
2: I'm just saying Like I feel like I, I feel like I should be all up And through the pages of Essence And they be like Who are you again ma'am Um To this day Lenny Kravitz said I have not Been invited To a BET thing That is crazy though And then he said Or a Source Awards thing And I think that's actually fine You know That's fine to not be invited to a Source <laughs> Awards thing. Like, why, already, why would you be at a Source <laughs> Awards event? And You it's don't even have brand. any features. You got any? You got no rappers on no Lenny Kravitz records? Did I miss that? Um, but he said that, you know, it's here. It's like, here's a Black artist who has reintroduced many Black art forms, who has broken down barriers, just like those that came before me broke down. That is positive. And they don't have anything to say about it. I have been that dream and example of what Black artists can do. Yeah. In response, some black publications say requests to interview him have been ignored by his team. So we have a couple questions about this. Okay, first of all, like, does black media celebrate and embrace all types of black artists? Mm. We know that that is simply (laughs) not the truth.
3: Right, right. Very particular. If you don't fit certain boxes, they're not checking for you.
2: Even as a comic, like I started Smart Money in Black because I had experienced that basically if you didn't do like comic view, deaf comedy jam style comedy, they were like, oh, you're not considered Mm -hmm. a black comic. You just considered a comic who happens to be black. And it was like, nah, Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of us who don't do that style of comedy, but want to speak to black audiences. Mm -hmm. And so that's Mm -hmm. why I started the original version of Smart Money in Black, which is a showcase for those types of black comics. Also, I didn't know, but uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible put me onto this, which is wild because he wasn't born. But in the 80s, uh, was it you who said this? No, somebody else said this that was actually born this. during this era.
3: Read a second. But okay. I did be
2: knowing. She was saying- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so she said that Reverend Al Sharpton brandished boycott Whitney Whitey Houston postcard. Do you understand? Like that would drive somebody to crack. Why would you do this to somebody? She was booed at the 89 Soul Train Awards. They Mm -hmm. said she abandoned her R&B roots in favor of sanitized, white-friendly records. And now they're the same ones who like, rest in peace, Nippy, the greatest voice of our time. That's why she ended up with Bobby. You understand? That's how stuff like that happens. You like, Mm -hmm. they think I'm white. Let me get with the most out here. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yep. they that's spoke just, to like, that really? in her Whitney documentary like she was with Bobby to make herself a little more embraced by the black folks but I just thought this is outrageous talk about her music was too white like why can't she be universal and that's the word I think is mainstream you know when they they look at us and sometimes some of the stuff that we're talking about is not mainstream then we ain't black enough that's not fair
2: it's not fair because we are the mainstream the stream is trying to follow really the black folks so <laughs> what are we even talking about but, you know, there are some things that we think Lenny can do to, like, you know, get the black folks to maybe be a little bit more inclined. Okay. First of all, you know, maybe he needs to change his name to Lil Lenny, you know, or mm. Young Lenny. Okay. okay. Or, like, L- Lenny Foe. You know, just add some gratuitous mm. thing yeah. other than, you know, this last name. Like, why is he even using his government name? Like, that's so not, like, that's not it. black artists that's, of him. Good point. That's not um, now he has never had now he does have locks, right? Mm-hmm. But like he could have gotten mm-hmm. them twisted up. He could have mm-hmm. braided them up, you know, like yeah. like, like like D'Angelo, mm-hmm. like had a cornrow yep. situation. He got the body. Okay. <laughs> he got the body. <laughs> he got the body. Yep. Now, one of the things that he has never done, um, he has yet to snitch on himself in a Vlad TV interview. Yeah. Oh, that's uh-huh. essential.
3: You gotta do that.
2: Yeah, essential. Yeah. So you know, unless you do that, what do we? how do we know which bucket you fall in? Okay, we're joking, <laughs> Lenny. You are a completely beautiful Black artist. You literally made a child with Denise Huxtable. <laughs> like, he did that it. Part. But the other part it. of this too, though, is that if you don't tell your team, like, this is what I want, mm. then they're going to do whatever they think they want. And nine times out of 10, the team don't know what's best for you. You do. right? So... Mm. I think everybody here needs to get on the same page, and Lenny should host the NAACP Awards. <laughs>
1: we'll be right
2: back to the Amanda <laughs> Seal Show. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
2: Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to give you some 60-second headlines. Let's lock in.
3: All right, first up, the House voted this past Friday to expel Representative George Santos (laughs) over his many lies on the 2022 campaign trail and his two federal indictments.
4: Hit the road,
2: Jack. And don't Don't you come come back back. no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack.
3: That boy's a liar. (laughs) You know nothing about that now. Don't do that. You don't know about that. <laughs> also, That's literally all I know. <laughs> the city of Fort Worth, Texas will now pay Zion Carr, who witnessed the fatal police shooting of his aunt, 28-year-old Tatiana Jefferson in 2019, <laughs> a $3.5 million settlement.
2: Now, just by the way, when they say the city will pay, they mean the people of the city, not the, yes. not the police pension, mm. not the people who are actually responsible for this trauma mm. that this baby has experienced. And that really is a testament to why so many laws need to be changed.
3: Yes. Also, Red Lobster is reporting that the seafood chain took an unexpected large loss in the third quarter of the year because of a twenty dollars all-you-can-eat shrimp deal.
2: Now, see, this is one of the things where you got the wrong people in positions. Okay, now if you had black people in positions at Red Lobster, they could have told you if you offering free shrimp all year long, we are gonna <laughs> run out of shrimp.
3: Yes.
4: What
2: are you mm-hmm. doing? Gotta get awesome. Jamal, the intern.
3: Right. Also, billionaire Mark Cuban is selling a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks. He bought the team back in 2000 for two hundred and eighty three million dollars. Reports now buy the team in the range of three point five billion dollars.
2: This type of money is just unbelievably confounding to me that there's even three point five billion dollars attached to a single entity. When we live in a world where there is so much poverty and so Mm. much inequity. And mm-hmm. one person was able to acquire $3.5 billion. It just, it the math never maths.
3: And lastly, Amanda, we have an p- update from Palestine. Israel says it has hit more than 400 targets in Gaza since the end of the truth with Hamas.
2: I mean, this is really disconcerting. They have announced that in the last 24 hours, uh, sorry, over the course of the weekend, mm-hmm. there were reported 1,000 deaths in Palestine based on the uh, the firing of bombs by Israel. And there are also a number of reports coming from the West Bank of settler violence where families are being removed from their homes unjustly, where there are actually not just um, not just assaults but murder, and the hostages that were released from Israel, uh, have now been replaced because there have been over 220 arrests mm. over the course of the truths by Israel of Palestinian citizens. So we continue to follow what is going on overseas. We continue to keep you informed. And I want to always urge you all to be informed yourself. Uh, you can definitely find so many resources beyond just corporate run media uh, because we know that there has been a reported bias uh, in terms of the actual television news media and so it's imperative that you guys diversify where you're getting your information from and I hope that I'm one of those places. All right, those are your 60 second headlines coming up. I've got more to say and we're gonna hear what it is. so don't go anywhere.
1: The Amanda Steel show. We up we up we up.
2: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. If you miss anything, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are always taking your calls on any of our topics. one 855 Amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We, saw, we talked earlier about George Santos uh, being mm-hmm. expelled from the house. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you. He then went on Twitter and started talking about, well, since y'all came for me, I'm about to come for y'all and started listing all these different members of the House of Representatives who he says are actually violating the the ethics code as well and that he is going to come for them. So I think it's fascinating that y'all thought he was going to go quietly. And I love that he (laughs) was wearing the foundation that he purchased from Sephora with the actual money from his campaign when he announced (laughs) this. Okay, because that is the pettiness that we are here supporting (laughs) at the Amanda Seal Show. And if this whole situation fuels him to actually be useful and actually get people expelled that are, you know, misusing their funds, then hey, it was all worth it. It was all (laughs) all worth it. Thank you, talented Mr. Ripley. All right, we'll be right back at the Amanda Seal Show to talk about the article of clothing being banned in Philly in order to. Lower crime? I know. You like, are you talking about popper and tattoos? No. We'll get into it when we get back at the Amanda Seal Show. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
2: we up we up we up on a high vibration it is december 4th and it is a birthday time so shout out to everybody uh who's celebrating a birthday today that means you share a birthday with jay-z with tyra banks orlando brown who apparently says he you know he's sober apparently but um Mm -hmm. He also said that he slept with Puff Daddy and he said that sober. So, you know, it's interesting (laughs) when information is just revealed uh, unsolicited, right? Right, It's it's quite interesante. Coming up this hour in Black Euret News, we're going to talk about Philadelphia. Got an article of clothing being banned and no, it is not pantyhose that come in the little egg that you get at (laughs) 7-Eleven. Plus, I got to tell you all about my weekend. I had an epiphany this weekend and I want to share it. We also got the Big Up Let Down. It involves Ari Lennox, a baseball hat, and Stevie Wonder. They walk into a bar... We're gonna get into all that. <laughs> Keep it locked right here. Remember, the phone lines are always open, and you can call us at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's 1-855-262-6328. And remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check out our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seal show. Hey everybody, I'm Amanda Seals. It's time for some Black News. Where are my Philly folks at? Shout to Philadelphia. Uh, I'm currently in my mind singing What We What We Do by Freeway. All right, so the Philadelphia City Council passed legislation to ban ski masks in some public spaces. A measure supporters say will increase public safety amid high violent crime. Councilman Anthony Phillips said we must send a message that masks are of no discernible public or private good when they just cause fear and anxiety. A $250 fine will be imposed against anyone who violates this law. It has exceptions for religious garb and protests the government really be doing everything but the things that it actually needs to do. Right. So like, people are like, well, you know what we want from the government? We actually want resources so that mm-hmm. like people can have the ability to earn income legally, mm-hmm. so that people can have the ability to go to school, to, right. you know, have uh, housing. And right. they're like, you know what? Y'all don't need that. What you need to do is stop wearing them ski masks. That's what you need to do. Uh, so we feel like one, First of all, I want to ask y'all. Call me up. Are ski masks a fashion statement or do they stoke fear? I mean, I will admit when I saw um, Kodak Black on the interview on the on the on the real on the, on the Breakfast Club wearing a ski mask, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it.
1: And that's the but computer. that's just
2: because that's also because you're inside. I mean, I also don't like sunglasses right. inside either. But right. if we're outside right. and it's cold, I feel like that's contextually. It's like when you, like when I would do like photo shoots when I was like a young fly thing and they'd want you to wear like a bikini with heels. You're like, we're inside. Why? why, First of all, why aren't we by somewhere where I would wear a bikini? There's no water anywhere here. Um, But this also puts a target on black kids back, kind of like with the black, with the hoodies. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? Like this idea that like a certain person, because what they're saying without saying Right? It's like we we be seeing this on the people that we be arresting. Right. And we need to get mm-hmm. that out of here. Right. Well, here at TAS, the Amanda Seal Show, we believe if you're going to ban ski masks, you got to ban some other car- articles of clothing that create fear and anxiety too. Now, Rita Brent had come out the gate with this one
4: trench coats. They're Rita, court. why? You why shouldn't have trench no trench coat so on fear? In, in 90 degree weather. <laughs> name name a man shooting that that a trench coat has not been involved i just you know you're not inspector gadget take that off <laughs> you hiding some up under there you had yeah that, yeah
2: it's go go gadget terrorism that's what it is that's yeah, what it is
3: Go Go
2: <laughs> um you know what other bands of other types of clothing create fear and anxiety the oakley shades worn on the back of the head i don't like it it is, if you're not a football coach, what are you doing it for? What are you doing <laughs> it? Why do you got to see behind you? Okay. It's Listen. because, you know, it's because you are, you, you got to see behind you because, you know, history could catch up with you anytime mm.
4: Mm.
2: while you continue to perpetuate your racist be, be, uh, behaviors. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I think a lot of folks started to feel like the uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah, were a officially bit much. now, mind you. Rita is currently wearing the jetty diamonds. Wait, wait, wait! I, wait, say wait. Wait. I say they are it. not <laughs> as thick. I'm scared.
4: I'm I'm uncomfortable.
2: They're These are thin. rose
4: gold. Okay, <laughs> jetty diamond is not rose gold. You look he good. What on, were they? He, good. he had on bloody heart colored glasses. He had <laughs> splatters of oh. something on his. Oh my god. <laughs>
3: These are some, some Warby Parkers. What, what, and Not the defense. Warby Parkers. She also has a glitter hat on, so that makes her like less frightening. So I'm like, My Oh, of course. Yeah.
2: If you saw Rita in like a denim jacket with a white man's shaggy hair wig, you would feel like, hold on now. And right. Jeremiah, you are a <laughs> black gay man. You would be her type.
3: Oh, Lord. Now I got to. Chill wood. I got to. See?
2: <laughs> gotta Cho-wood. look over your shoulder.
3: Mm-hmm. Look over your shoulder.
2: But you know what? The actual... Uh, the article of clothing I feel like that, unfortunately, it can't be banned, but that is the most fear-inducing and anxiety-raising police uniforms.
3: That part, bow. I'm scared.
2: Ah, hands in the air. Ah, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> why should black people care? Because we all got to pitch in to stop crime. Keep that same energy for all articles of clothing and for all people in them. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show.
1: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals here. Hope
2: everybody had a great weekend. Um, I had a a weekend. I don't know if it was great. Um, <laughs> it, it happened. Um, a couple of things happened to me over this weekend. One, I, it, ha- it happened, y'all. Me and my braider. You know, it feels mm. like it's everybody has a braider story. You know, everybody can tell you some story about them and their braider and it's just not. But I, I kept saying for me, like, see, I don't got those problems. <laughs> I, I would look at y'all and be like, oh, that's so unfortunate for y'all. But yeah, me and my braider, we, we, we fell out. Have to get a new braider. Oh, that's out. why my oh. hair is not in braids. Yeah, we fell out. She has been blocked and removed. Oh, um, yeah, you can't. You know, here's the thing: people can't come at you sideways, and then you keep paying them.
3: Yeah, we know it's levels. You know, sometimes you get a little tiff, but I fell out, blocked. That's like, oh, we done.
2: Well, I'm gonna give you a tiff, and then you know, we had a tiff a couple weeks back. Uh, you know, because I had just mentioned to her that our, our a friend of mine was trying to make a schedule mm-hmm. at the, at the appointment, and she was kind of you know ghosting her and i was like hey you know can you would you mind just like hitting her up and she felt really some type of way that i was saying that and so i was like but i'm really just saying it very calmly and she was like i feel attacked and i was like mm, no and then so that was the tiff mm-hmm. but then this go round, um i know a lot of y'all can relate y'all she just didn't show up And I was like, hey, checking on your ETA. She was like, oh, my bad. I got the days mixed up.
3: No, Mm -hmm. hey, boo, Mm -hmm. hey, girl. She
2: said she got the days mixed up. (laughs) And then she was like, I will come. She was like, I'm at the chiropractor. I'll come after. And I said, "Okay, what time do you feel like, you know, what what time would that be? And she just would not give me a time. And then I was like, you know, I'm not understanding why you won't tell me like the time. And she said, because if I tell you a time, you're going to expect me to be there at that time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and was no, like this- upset about it and I yeah, was like a real
3: yeah black experience.
2: <laughs> I had a real black raider experience I was like yeah all right um and you know this is the thing I, I feel like so often people are just taking out whatever issues on you but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to accept it <laughs> like that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to tolerate it it's like I don't have to take it personal which I didn't but I'm also right. not gonna take it neither um and I don't want that in my hair Okay, the hair is a very porous, susceptible place. I don't want the energy in the in the hair space. So I was like, Yeah, never mind. We're gonna call it. And then she told me, she was like, None of us are perfect. Not you, not me. I'm like, what are we talking about right now? What are we talking about right now? You got it, girl. You got it. And then she said, I'm gonna have a stroke. And I was like, you
3: are, she is. She said, I'm gonna have a stroke
2: because I'm taking things too serious. And I was like, if you knew how I've already moved on.
3: Like, I'm still so, on her saying I can't give you a time because that's the time you were expecting to show up. <laughs>
2: how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? So I said, you know what? But luckily, shout out to the Instagrams because people had given me so many referrals by mm-hmm. the end of the day. So we gonna hope that I that I get my new braids done this week and my new twists and that they are lovely. But uh, don't put up with nothing that don't serve you. You know, it, it don't take nothing to be accountable when you make a mistake. You can always have a certain just level of humility and humbleness and move through it and it's better for everybody and it's a beautiful thing. Um I also had an epiphany that I don't have time to talk about right now. Maybe we'll find some time later in the show. But I, I had an epiphany this weekend that I do want to share and I don't want to wait till Thursdays I'd be knowing to do it. So we'll we'll stick around to find out if I find time to talk about it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The
1: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up we up
5: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispie. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for the Bigger down on
1: The Amanda Seal
5: Show.
4: The Bigger, bigger. Let down. Bigger, bigger. Let down
2: welcome back just. to the Amanda Seals show it's Amanda Seals here we're about to get into the big up let down my last break I was telling y'all about my weekend I didn't even get to go into the weekend because I was telling y'all about my braider who on <laughs> Friday just she just left me hanging y'all <laughs> so I'm over Road here with weekday. a bun I'm over here with a bun looking like I'm about to get on stage with Misty Copeland and and really knock out <laughs> some Tom <laughs> Bay <laughs> pot rays but uh but I did have a, I did have a a good weekend. I had an epiphany that I'm gonna share with y'all a little later in the show. Let's get into our big up let down. All right. Today's big up big up Remember every day I give out some props for some dopeness and some blows for some dumb shh. Well, you know what? Let's just go to the audio first for this big up. I was calling in to see if you all had football helmets.
4: It's heavy metal So you all are pretty far out. Only helmets you have are baseball. Um, how are they different?
3: Extra
4: protection. Okay, so what
2: you just heard is Ari Lennox, his intern who gets today's big up because she went and found Ari Lennox a baseball helmet to wear on stage <laughs> after she was attacked in a previous performance with a water bottle. Y'all, what is with pelting mm-hmm. artists who are belting? Like, stop doing this. And mm-hmm. she also was not here for it. I don't know where Ari Lennox from, uh, but I'll tell you what she's not. County. Oh, okay. Right, Because she she is not and is the one at the same time. At the yeah. same time. All right. And uh, our big up goes to the intern going above and beyond to secure the punchline. We love when a joke sees its way through. Okay. Because Ari wore the helmet on stage with a lace unitard. It's like, am I safe to take this off? And also just really a safe. bonus big up for taking things like... Making a joke out of things, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. finding the humor. It doesn't undermine the validity that no one should be throwing things on the stage. But we right. love a good ha ha, especially in these very <laughs> dark times. Okay. Speaking of dark times, uh, let's get into today's
4: letdown.
2: Today's letdown goes to anybody who is shading Stevie Wonder. So let me give you some background. Okay. Um, when Corinne Jean-Pierre, the current white house press secretary who annoys me on a regular basis was <laughs> asked by April Ryan, if Stevie wonder was meeting President president Biden, well, she, basically April Ryan said, I spoke to Stevie wonder and he said he would like to meet mm-hmm. with president Biden. Mm-hmm. Y'all when she said this, the front row of white house correspondents giggled, they snickered like, <laughs> like why would that need to be happening right now? Right. Um, And I don't know about y'all, but I felt like that was disrespectful. First of all, Mm -hmm. let's just acknowledge that, like, not only is Stevie Wonder a national treasure, we are lucky that he's even still with us, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, a lot of the folks in his generation have passed on, but he's still here. Like, no, I'm riding this way. Part of the reason I think he's still here is because he can't see so much BS, okay? (laughs) He can't see So he's, you know, he's kind of just been able to protect himself from that. I also want to point out that Stevie Wonder and I FaceTimed one time. Think about that for a second.
3: Oh, I'm not playing with you today. I mean to see
2: Wonder oh. based on Me and this man said, you know, I like <laughs> I like to see folks before I meet them. I said Stevie, <laughs> I'm not playing
4: with you or said, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Stop.
2: <laughs> Stevie, stop? Please, please. Um, but you know, Stevie also served as a civil rights activist, a humanitarian throughout his decades-long career the the birthday song is about Martin Luther King Jr. and folks not wanting to give his birthday a holiday you know that's what it's about right, right it's activism right. so for all y'all being shady to Stevie he can see y'all okay <laughs> he can see that's today's Big Up Let Down y'all stay tuned because I gotta show y'all I, got, I gotta finish up talking about my weekend that's what I got to do so we'll be right back Keep it locked to The Amanda Seals Show. The
1: Amanda Seals Show. We up, we
2: up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is The Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Earlier in the show, I was talking about my weekend, and I was saying mm-hmm. that I had an epiphany this weekend um, that I wanted to share. And, you know, first of all, one of the epiphanies was I really need to get back to painting, Like I need to get Mm. back to like the actual like creative space in that way. And so Mm -hmm. I really committed like my ex used to have a studio in the house and I have been like just (laughs) kind of like taking my time to turn it into an art studio. And I really Uh like locked in this weekend and finished it. And then I went to the art store and I bought my canvases and I am very committed because I want to do an art show in 2025, oh. like a full on yes, I need to do an <laughs> we I need went to do from art from
3: epiphany show. to art show. Well, epiphany. That well, to that's how it works to with Amanda Seals.
2: <laughs> like we, yeah, there's nothing, nothing pedestrian over here. <laughs> the 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 epiphany that I also had though was I know so many of us have been really paying attention to what is going on in Palestine, in the Congo, mm-hmm. and just getting mm-hmm. a a a wide eye opening understanding of the level of desperation and destitution that is in this world in a way that we hadn't had before, even Mm -hmm. in our understanding of our government and looking at Mm -hmm. the people in the government and being like, dang, like it's really bereft of any real ethics. And for a lot of us, it's made us like spiral into a space of Paralysis, you know, it's, it makes mm-hmm. you feel nihilistic. You start to feel like, what's the point? You know, like, and, and I understand that feeling. You know, you're watching these videos, you're reading these articles, and you're either crying or you're angry, and you're like, it starts to wear on you. And I had an epiphany because I woke up and was like, okay, that's, we're done with that. We've been in the emotional space. It's mm-hmm. time for us to get into the action space. And what I mean by that is, um, I really believe in refined rage and it doesn't happen unless you actively move with intention and purpose. And a lot of us right now may feel like we don't have intention or purpose because we can't like push the button and change the situation. Right. Uh, and so then we feel bereft, but no, the intention and purpose is in you deciding that, or were well, you understanding that the world has always been messed up? Maybe you Missing. didn't know. The world was always messed up. Your privilege maybe allowed you to not have to take it in. But now that you know, you can't unknow. And right. what it means is that if you really want to be a person of purpose, then you can't just wallow. You actually have to swallow that, that pill, that jagged little pill, and understand that you're going to have to adjust. You're going to have to expand your capabilities physically, mentally, and emotionally to be in this world in an actually effective way. And that's the challenge that I give to all of you. We're done with the wallowing. We're done with the, oh my gosh, I can't even handle it. You better figure out how to handle it, because we gotta handle it. We'll be right back to The Amanda
1: Seal's Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. we up. we are. We are.
2: Here at the Amanda Seals show It's your girl Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I want to remind you if you haven't checked out my documentary In Amanda We Trust, you should go to InAmandAweTrust.com and uh check it out. You know, Ilhan Omar and Jamal Bowman were in the news this week because of their mm-hmm. votes for HR 888, which I will break down tomorrow. But it'd be good for you to check out the documentary just to get an idea of what they were saying about what they feel their role in government as public servants is in relation and, the, and then and then. You know, put that up against what you feel like they're they're doing now in that role, and uh, we always got to remember to hold our public servants and politicians accountable. Okay, like I will tell you this: I don't hold, I don't publicly hold my my peoples accountable. I'm not mm. gonna do that in public, right? But politicians, public servants, nah. We we we, we got to publicly <laughs> be like, nah, hold up, nah. You can be respectful, but it still needs to be hold up, nah, hold up, right. nah. All right. I think a lot of people feel like they can't do that. And it's imperative that we do that. All right, let's go to the phone lines. What's up?
6: What's up, Amanda Seals? What's up, Jeremiah? I like the Bible. Everybody in the back, I like y'all. Um, I will have to mention, I will always choose my pets over my relationship. Not over them, but like my cat, Astro DeMarcus, he's pretty high on my list. I had a situation <laughs> with a shorty I was talking to where we had just started talking maybe like a couple months and I hadn't posted her on my Instagram yet because I'm not really big on Instagram. But um, I posted him on uh, National Cats Day because, you know, it was National Cats Day. That's my, that's my boy. Yeah. And she really got on my behind. She said, oh, you really going to post a cat before me? I said, uh, yeah. So we had a whole argument about two days. Ended up, you know, doing a hard launch on Instagram. But that's my thoughts on that. I really feel like animals are really low-key the best. So I love y'all. Keep uh, rocking out. And peace.
2: That is super weird. Like, I don't, I think that should have been when you knew it wasn't going forward.
1: (laughs) It's also National Cat Day. Right. Yeah,
2: like picture that. So you just gonna post Jordy and you not gonna post me?
3: I mean, make it be dogs too sometimes, you know, National Dog
2: Day. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so we got an update on the Kenneth Herring case in Clayton, Georgia, y'all. And it's terrible. So we're going to fill you in on that. We also have our group chat topic of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of dating someone older than you. (laughs) Hmm. I have. uh... Oh, sorry.
4: No, we were just doing younger, right? Yeah, Cher said younger, a younger man. So I'm going to take older out.
2: We're also going to talk about the pros and cons of dating someone younger than you okay specifically women dating younger men that's really what the actual conversation was about from share the legend we're also going to talk about small doses my podcast small doses this week's episode side effects of political comedy featured roy wood jr formerly of the daily show so we're going to get into that okay stay connected with us 24 7 on socials at seal said it we'll be right back to the amanda seal show it's time to listen laugh and learn Y'all, welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Monday to everyone out there. Remember, we gotta stay focused and stay clear because we continue to live in a country where white people are able to take the lives of black people beyond mm-hmm. reproach. They mm-hmm. basically are just able to do this with uh impunity. So, Black Earrate News, let me hit, let me just lay this all out for you okay now we are going to have an expert come on the show uh short later this week hopefully to give you the full like legal attorney language of of what's going on what we can do how we can fight this but i just need to give you some context because i think for a lot of us we're just hearing about this for the first time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so there's currently a petition for justice. In the case of the brutal murder of Kenneth Herring, a 62-year-old brother in Clayton, Georgia, this took place on May 7th, 2019. Hannah Payne, 21-year-old white woman, racially profiled, followed, beat, and killed Kenneth Herring in cold blood after he left the scene of a car accident. So basically, he had the car accident He stayed on the scene for 20 minutes. The cops hadn't shown up. He went into diabetic shock and left the scene to go to the hospital. This person, Hannah Payne, who was there and witnessed the accident, then took it upon herself to follow him for a mile and blocked him with her Jeep. She called 911. 911 was telling her, please leave this man alone. She decided that, no, she was going to continue forth. And when she did block him with the Jeep and got out, she beat him and shot him in his vehicle. Now, not only did she not comply with the authorities, but she took on the role of the police. She pursued to murder him in cold blood. Currently, Hannah Payne is at home. At home Mm -hmm. after posting bond. Why is a violent menace to society like this allowed to be home? Right. This is not okay. Now, I know that some people are worried about, you know, bond systems being removed. And yes, Mm -hmm. in the case of nonviolent crimes, you should not Mm -hmm. have to sit in jail. However, this person has clearly indicated that they are a threat to Mm -hmm. society. She still has access to her firearms. What if she runs into another car accident where somebody drives off because they're having a medical emergency? She also, of course, lied several times in her account of what took place, surprise, surprise. Now the trial for Kenneth Herring's murder has consistently been postponed since February. Now we are demanding justice. We demand that Governor Kemp and the District Attorney of Clayton County, Tasha Mosley, fulfill their job of prosecuting this killer and getting her off of the streets. And I'm assuming Tasha is a sister. So Tasha, what is going on? We want a definite date of beginning her trial and we want justice for, Keith, for, Ken, for Kenneth Herring. So uh, this was sent to me by attorney Griggs. I'm actually going to try and get him on the show to give you all even more details and, and more information. I know today they are at the courthouse or they're at the statehouse protesting to try and get these things across the finish line. So we'll give you an update on how that works. Now, of course, we have to ask the question, why should black people care? Because our resistance has to be as loud as their offenses. I want to say that again, our resistance has to be as loud as their offenses. If you all have not noticed, we are coming upon a time where we are going to now have to make resistance a part of our lifestyle like we read about in the history books. And I know some people are going to do that kicking and screaming, but it is imperative and a lot of y'all are not asking yourself what role do I play in resistance and today I would like you to start doing so. We'll be right back. We're going to kick off our group chat here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. The
1: Amanda Seals Show We up. we up. we
2: up. Yes y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals and I've got the Amanda Seals Show squad right here because it's time for the group chat topic of the week. Do you believe in love
1: after love
2: <laughs> that's pretty good right that's pretty good share believes in love after love in life after love in and she believes in loving after loving because her man said that she really be wearing them out okay <laughs> um but Cher is 77 years old mm-hmm. 77 years old my mother the other day was like i wish i had seen
3: colorado
2: I'm like, are you dead? Like, what are we talking about? Are you talking to me from the other side? By the way, Colorado is right there. <laughs> like, Right.
3: Colorado. But also Colorado. Of places. It's not like
2: she said, I wish I had seen the northern lights of Iceland. Like, that's a different, right. you know, element of effort. Like, Colorado? Like, that Colorado right there? So, she, and my mother is 76. So I'm like, you need to talk to Cher. Because Cher is, is living a whole life, honey. And she said, older men do not like her. She said mm. that she wants a young thing and her young thing say he loves it. Now of course, if you're dating someone significantly younger than you, like you're going to have to really accept certain things. Right. Like for her she said, and this had me on the floor. She said that she didn't like that when he would text, he would put extra y's on baby. <laughs> I'm crying I'm crying (laughs) because Kev on stage the other day has said that there's like old head complaints that you start Mm -hmm. having like he said everything is too noisy a lot of my (laughs) old head complaints have to do with text I don't like when nobody starts a text conversation with hey hey is for horses (laughs) which is an old head response I want a salutation (sighs) W-Y-D Yeah, Yeah, what about that I don't like W-I-D. I don't like ha- I don't like H-B-D for happy birthday. Like, you can't even spell it out. Oh, yeah. now that's O-D. T-Y for thank you. Like, do like, we what doing? are you in a rush to do? And y'all know I don't play with the difference between your and your. If you can't get your and your right on text and you're switching and just putting you are, that's a cheat code. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. The other issue I have, it, the other old head complaint I have is like, I remember dating, dating is a strong word. I remember talking to this younger chap. And he, instead of saying, okay, would just say KK. Oh no. my gosh. First of all, that's like one that. K short of the clan. Okay. So I don't like that. I don't like but that. But if you can type the other K, you can type the O. Right, the o.
3: right, right, right.
2: It's so lazy. It's like, I don't want to move my thumb up to the O and down to the K. So I'm just going to write two Ks. And I didn't even like that the lowercase K. This looking at it felt irritating. <laughs> and yeah. then the number one. The spelling of cool as K-E-W-L is like grounds for me to just end it.
3: It was an era on social media where the young people was just like misspelling words for no reason. I know. I I don't understand what that was. I
2: don't want it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want it When we get back I would love to hear from y'all If you've ever had these experiences Not you, Jeremiah But if any of y'all <laughs> Have ever had these experiences Or maybe, Jeremiah Have you ever been the younger person Being dated by an older person? Alright So let's get into it uh, We also have our elder here, TJ And I want to know from TJ If she has <laughs> ever uh, Entertained a tenderoni The truth about a roni We'll be right back It's the Amanda Seal Show
1: The Amanda Seal Show We are We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show It's Amanda Seals here We're having a group
2: chat topic of the week Our topic of the week is You know, are there side effects (laughs) To dating a younger man? Cher is 77 Her man is what, 37? Uh, They first met at Paris Paris Fashion Week last year A mutual friend shared her number with him they dated for several months and then they went public and they're still together. I mean, remember we talked about how like her people were like saying that he's draining her or that he's like using right. her as a sugar mama. There was like a whole story. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they still here. Okay. <laughs> again, now man. I want to know though, from uh, the people here um, who are over 35, have you ever dated someone substantially younger than you? And from the person here who is under 30, have you ever been the younger person being dated? Now, I have been the younger person being dated and I did not like it because it felt like they were always trying to tutor me in life.
3: Right, Mm. right. I try not to date people. I feel like cause at my age I am, I'm like in my late 20s. It's like weird to date someone who's like too much older than me because two different, like life paths. Like you trying to have a house and stuff. I don't want a house right now. <laughs> or those type of conversations. Versus <laughs> I think if you're like 37, 50, like that, maybe that's a different dynamic because you're kind of older. And y'all both are just like- Yeah. I mean, I'm 42.
2: More. I'm not right. dating a younger man right now for anything other- <laughs> If I was going to date somebody at this point, like- <laughs> it would just be to expose them to Black popular culture that they don't know about. Like, honestly. Because I'm so you're, like... So you're a tutor. I'm a tutor. Yeah. like <laughs> I just want to see the joy and the sparkle in his eye when he watches The Cosby Show on DVD because it's not syndicated because this man is a rapist. Well, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see that. I want to see yeah. him... I want to see him respond to the Gordon Gartrell episode, you know, and and just like, I, yeah, I want to see, I want to see that laugh. You know, it's like when parents see their kids open Christmas gifts. It's yeah,
4: like, oh. so like we're just gonna kick it and have fun, and we're not expecting anything to come out of this.
2: You know what? I actually was gonna be in a situation like that. He ruined it because he had tried to holler at my assistant before he hollered at me, which is like Ooh. exactly a young boy move. But I yeah. was like, like this everything. is not gonna be anything serious because you're probably gonna want kids, and baby, that ain't happening.
4: Now, TJ, have you ever
2: dated a younger, younger chap?
4: You know, I've I've always dated stayed within my same window. However, because like I'm 51, I'll go ahead and say that if I was in my 70s and still single, I would go Mm -hmm. for it. Then, but
5: why not? It's the Twilight.
1: (laughs) It's the
2: Twilight, honey. Do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, I I feel like a lot of times in the because people will say well, why is it okay when women do it, but not when men do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of folks be like, damn, like, why is this old man trying to holler at these young tenders? Like, that's nasty. Um, so I want to talk about that when we get back because I want to point out what mm-hmm. I think is the difference, all right? So you tell me, y'all tell me if y'all agree or not. And of course, my callers, I want y'all to hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 That's one eight five five 262 We'll be right back.
1: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
5: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Now, right now is usually when we do our small doses segment, but I just wanted to keep this combo going for a little bit. But right now, because Rita has said she had a thought. Now, for all who are just joining us, uh, we are talking about our group chat topic of the week. Okay. the group chat topic of the week is, you know, what are the side effects to dating a younger man? Cher says go for the gold. Also, I'm wondering, like Cher's lubricancy level at 77 must be bonkers because he says that she be running him ragged. And I'm like, every woman I know at that age has said that it is somewhat of a Sahara situation. Uh, But apparently... You know, money can buy you other things. You know, I feel like (laughs) Cher's the kind of woman who would get a vaginal reconstruction. I feel like she is the type of gal that would get re-virginized. You know, let's just bring it back. She's like, put me, bring me back to seven to the 70s when I
4: was wearing braids. Bring me back. Or she she probably drink some kind of special holy water. She rich enough. So here's what I think. (laughs) In terms okay. of dating younger, it is a hard no for me. I, I remember seeing this this meme last week, it said, I don't need you having potential, I need you already potentched. Man. <laughs> need potential. a project. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if we're not on the mm. same level financially, that is a problem. But being a woman, a gay woman, uh, I have always like found it impressive when I could get a woman that was much older than me. The, my wife is the first woman I have ever dated that is younger than me. They have all been like five, six, ten years older than me. And I just like the fact that they be like, Oh, you mature, you know, you ain't like some other young men. <laughs> so I'm team, I'm team day older. Man. I like being the younger one who can be on your level. Like I can hang with you.
2: But I've the, seen so many people that say the opposite when they see older men date younger women, and it feels mm-hmm. creepy. Right. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like people say that? I thought like, I thought I feel like people say that because it feels more predatory in that case. Yes. Like sugar daddy stuff. And like, oh, she, he ain't I really like attracted to Vietnam her. Sugar daddy. It's like I can mold you. I can. Gro- it feels mm-hmm. like they can groom you. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it also is a significant sign of like lack of maturity. Right. Because like, what are y'all talking about? Like, my, my <laughs> man, you was in Vietnam. What are y'all
5: talking
3: about? Maybe talking about, but some might say
4: she keeping him young. Like you were a Tuskegee Airman. Like, what are y'all talking about? Most times, though, (laughs) men are less mature at the same age than women. So men mature much slower. So maybe they're on the same
1: level. (laughs) Six years. I'm like,
3: I mean,
4: I think I
1: feel
3: like like women often say like men. They're even they're older. The men their age are still immature. So I feel like for a woman they're like if I'm getting an immature man, I might as well be like a younger man who's also like fit and immature uh, versus somebody yeah. my age that's immature versus guys I feel like are more <laughs> so like to your point, they want someone who are usually more, uh, somebody said once time on the internet on a podcast like more amenable. They wanted a girl that's more amenable and they feel like younger women are more pliable to their needs. I think
2: mm. there's also something to be said for just how Rita said that she used to like that like the older people would be impressed by her mm-hmm. maturity I feel like the yeah. old heads they it, dating a young chick makes them feel like I still got it
4: <laughs> no you don't and, and different you things don't. impress younger women than older women so for an older man if he just bought her some expensive shoes she's mm-hmm. happy That's, you know she, she got something she, she got mm-hmm. her lashes done this week <laughs> <laughs> thanks
2: daddy right. thanks daddy, daddy older
4: woman is something different <laughs>
2: all oh, the women is like okay so let's talk about retirement funds what are your what is your feeling about the SEP IRA do we feel like it's the right way to go <laughs> mm-hmm. teach me some, so that's where I'm lawyer. at at my age now I'm like can you teach me something like yes. that's really where I'm at can you teach me something like is there do you have knowledge and experience in areas that I don't um, mm-hmm. also I had someone sit, send me a DM yesterday and they said I think it's time for you to date an average man I said, sir, I am not an average woman. And for the record, every man I have dated has been average or below. It is (laughs) time for me to date somebody on my level, which is above above average average excellence. And his response was... great response <laughs> all <laughs> caps three exclamation points well we want to hear from you guys alright have you ever been the younger person being dated or are you the older woman who's like I got me a young fine thing hit me up 1-855-AMANDA8 and tell me 1-855-262-6328 and if you have been in that situation what were some of the things that annoyed you or what were some of the things that really like made you feel good we'll be right back see you Amanda sales show
1: the Amanda Seal Show. We are, we are, we are. We
2: It's the Amanda Seals show. I and am Amanda Seals, we just had our group chat topic of the week. Uh, we talked about how it is to be the younger person as a man dating the older person. And somebody was like, look at Gabrielle Union Dwayne Wade. It works. Okay. He literally had a whole baby on her. Okay. Oh,
3: he got like, money. it.
2: Works be- it works because she decided that it was going to work. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't consider. <laughs> Like, it's not like it was without incident. Okay. Right, right. Um, all right. Just wanted to clear that up. Okay. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. I have the word for the day. Okay. I have the word right. for the day. The word for the day is I like this word Felicitous. Oh, wait, I actually know this word. <laughs> you do? And not it to be is. confused with Felicity, which is a very underrated show that took it's place like, in, the um, early, in the late 90s. It's starring um, Carrie, like, Carrie Russell.
3: Well, to be like well suited for something, like you're well suited for your. Um, why do you know this? Why do? I uh, <laughs> Interesting fact, Rita and PJ will love this. So, the Delta line at Howard was named Felicitous. and my well. friend was a Delta, and I, I always wondered what that word. I, I like the word; it sounded like a cool word. And she told me to admit, and it just stuck in my brain. It's one of those words that just I remember.
4: Well you, you are smart correct,
2: Felicitus is an <laughs> adjective most often used in formal speech and writing to describe something that is very well expressed or suited for some purpose or situation. It can also be used as a synonym for pleasant or delightful which to me feels like two different definitions but you know versatility. Um, So for example um, she had not been asked ahead of time to speak at the event but she managed some felicitous marks nonetheless another example is the cousins happened to be on the same that the cousins happened to be on the same flight was a felicitous coincidence they had no idea the other would even be traveling at that time now i could have come up with some funnier sentences for those but y'all understand what it means now okay (laughs) i apologize all right, now coming up this hour, we have got uh, politicians say the darnedest things. I mean, these days, the people who are running for office, once upon a time, felt like there was absolutely no chance in heck that they could get voted in. But uh, y'all don't write these people off. And we also got the big up let down. So keep it locked. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh and learn here on the Amanda Steele Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here. And it's time for another one of these. Politicians say the darndest
3: names alright you All right, y'all. You know, we like to keep you up to date on who running for office. So mm-hmm. Dusty Devers, a Christian nationalist pastor. Dusty Devers for- is not
2: his actual name. Stop, stop lying.
3: <laughs> That's his name, Amanda. Dusty He's Devers a- sounds
2: like the head coach of an opposing baseball team or on the Bad News Bears. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
3: Well, he's running for a seat in the Oklahoma State Senate, and he had this to say about his plans for when he's in office. Let's take a listen.
1: I want to see uh, pornography abolished. I want to see no-fault divorce come back to at-fault in divorce, uh, and even public shaming for those who are at-fault in divorce. I want to see uh, abortion abolished. Uh, These are the kinds of morality and government issues that we need to get back to
2: that's not morality that's just patriarchy what are we talking about Uh, does anyone know the difference no fault divorce and at fault divorce like what the difference is i mean only one of us here has been divorced so i'm asking you
4: i think no fault is there's like nobody takes accountability for why the why the marriage dissolved but if it's at Mm -hmm. fault if somebody cheated you put them on blast you know like oh this is this is the person at fault for why the marriage did not survive
2: but what is the benefit of that? Like why did why would he be like platforming for that? Well because then he was like I want at fault <laughs> but that you can't publicly shame.
4: Oh, I thought he said you can publicly shame. He said you can't. Yeah, to, that's what I heard. I heard him say that you can't
3: publicly oh, okay. shame. Oh, I thought he said publicly shame. I, I was. Oh, maybe he did. You know,
2: these are the type of people that be like, we should be stoning women for using oh, yeah. bar- butter instead of margarine. You know what
4: I'm saying? Like, and that's what I think he's saying. Stone the person who wants to get the divorce and ruin the marriage. <laughs> shame them. They just shame. want to shame women. That's all it's shame. all about. Shame,
2: shame. Just parade women <laughs> through King's Landing. <laughs> Oh yeah, yo! These are people that are really running for office. These are people that can really change the laws that you live by. I want mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody understands that when these people get in these positions, it's not just to do podcasts and meet the press. Okay, it's not just to wave in parades. They mm-hmm. are going to be a part of a legislative body that determines how you live in your state. So mm-hmm. when he says abolish abortion, when he says all these things about when he says no porn, is that is that something that you want for your late night? By the way, Please. him saying that means that he's absolutely got a subscription to Brazzers. So cut it out, buddy.
3: Stop. Cut it. I'm screaming. Ouch.
2: <laughs> all right. Just I just coming. ugh, I, I, our government institution is just so like morally and ethically bereft like at this point I feel like I look at it the same way that I look at the police institution where it's like even right. if you are a good person the culture of the space right. is so overwhelmingly negative that mm-hmm. you can't exist you can't overcome that in the space you're you right. you know what I mean like you inevitably are forced to have to make a decision around your integrity and mm-hmm. staying in that space there's just no mm-hmm. way around it um, or your safety so yeah the whole system is, is bonkers, which is why next year I will be hitting the road with my political comedy documentary and Amanda Do we trust <laughs> to different cities. Oh, you thought I was going to say I'm running for office? No. Right. Yeah. I will be, <laughs> gotcha. It that e- no, I will be hitting the road to, you know, have uh, screenings and forums with folks to talk about like, what is it really going to take to create a, a a drastic shift in our system? Um, and can it be done from the inside? And if so, who do we need in those positions? So
3: well, look out for fair, that. Those... That's about the same as every other politician holding forums, screenings. So, you know, you basically doing politics.
2: I am not doing politics. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and these other politicians, you know, I, they, they don't really care about what the people say. They're right, just doing right. it just to look like they did something. Mm. I actually want the people to be talking. All right. So, look out for that. I'm coming to a city near you. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show.
1: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up alright you All right, y'all, we're about to get on out of here, man.
2: It's been a real one right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Thank y'all for listening to the show today. Um, you know, if you're in Philly and you rocking ski masks, pay attention because apparently you are inclined to do crime and they about to get you. So, look out for that. Also, Lenny Kravitz is complaining. He said that said that the blacks don't 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 have his back and uh you know i feel like lenny kravitz is maybe being a bit disingenuous here because if he really wanted to be a part of the blacks like he could have said that he could have made that happen he could have just reached out and been like are you gonna go my way <laughs> i had to do it um we also today talked about ari lennox who who made a good you know a, a laugh out of what could have been a very you know messed up experience when she had a bottle thrown at her on stage. A water bottle nonetheless, but a bottle still. And we kicked off our group chat topic of the week. So I want to know from you guys. Cher says all women should date a younger man at least once. Well, have y'all ever done that? And I want to hear how was the experience? Are you doing it right now? What is it like? And are there any annoyances? Because she said that there's certain ways that he texts that she did not like. (laughs) I just like the fact (laughs) that she's texting. Okay. Right. Because she could have easily been like, "Mm mm-mm. Not at my age. (laughs) Y'all stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up on tomorrow's show, I'll break down House Resolution 888 and let you know why you should care about it. Plus, what black old-school sitcom is making a comeback? Also, as per usual, I'm going to give you space to vent about voting. I want to know how you feel. So hit me up, 1-855-AMAND-8. 8 right? Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See y'all tomorrow. The
5: Amanda Steele Show. We are, we are, we are.